Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and equip you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am Joe. <laughs> that you're taking time to listen to this episode today. And we got another dope solo episode for you right now on the podcast. I'm super excited, super juiced that you're taking time to listen to this. And this one uh, cuts close deep to the heart. Have y'all ever been overlooked? <laughs> Have you ever had somebody just pass you by, just look on and think that, nah, they ain't got what it takes. They ain't got it. <laughs> Yes, I will be talking about on this episode that one time out of many that I have been overlooked for something that I really, truly desired to obtain and the lessons I learned from that. Because we get overlooked oftentimes. There's a lot of things in the world that we don't necessarily get the opportunity to receive or people don't think that we're ready for or we're just not, we are just not ready ourselves. And they pick the next candidate or pick the next person. You're just not selected. But how do you process that? How do you go beyond that? How do you let that be a fuel for you to take action and to not be overlooked for future positions or to help you course correct and truly be in the lane that you are called and designed to be? That's what this episode is all about. Taking my pain <laughs> and you turn flipping it into a lesson to hopefully help shed some life for you, some of you all who may be in this position or in this spot where you feel like you're being overlooked over something and how can you prepare yourself so that you will not be overlooked in the future so be sure to listen to this episode make sure you follow me on social media at ray Devante on all social platforms i would love it if you took a time to screenshot this episode tag me in it and let me know what's the one thing that you found in it and even share it with a friend too share it with somebody who could also be in a similar position as well so take a listen to this episode titled how to respond when you're not selected shed a tear <laughs> I'm playing. Take a listen to the episode titled How to Respond When You're Not Selected and let me know what you think. So when I was a freshman in high school, one of the key things to show how good you were, not only just how many games you played and touchdowns and all that, is if you got pulled up to go to varsity as a freshman for the playoffs. That was a quintessential key item key badge to wear as a high school athlete especially as a freshman high school athlete to be say yo i got to play freshman football and i got pulled up to go to varsity put on a varsity jersey be out there on friday nights with the with the upperclassmen maybe get some garbage points but it didn't matter you had a chance to practice and play with the big guys with the with the a teams the folks who've been on varsity get to experience that atmosphere and hopefully get a chance to get 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 a ring or receive the championship at the end of the line and be a part of that team to help build that there so when i started my freshman career at football that was one of my when i knew that was a thing that was my goal i was like all right i want to make sure that i ball out do what i can day in day out and then I need to be sure that I position myself to be one of the names that are that is called to be pulled up for varsity for the playoffs. Knowing at my high school, they went to playoffs every year. They were always in the playoffs. So I knew that we were going to make it to the playoffs. But it was my initiative to see how I can get a spot on that roster. So I did my thing. I started 
just about every game. It was 10 games in the season. I started at least every game in the season, got my touchdowns, did my thing on the field, and the time came. I was expecting my name to be called. You know, playoffs rolling around, the varsity team was doing well, and my name was going to be called. I just knew it. I started with the other guys. I played well. I knew it was coming. Then it didn't happen. <laughs> nine guys, eight, eight or nine guys, I believe, got selected to be pulled up to varsity. And I remember a coach calling their, calling their names, not calling my name. And I sat outside of the coach's door as I watched those guys file in, sit down in the coach's office, and that door slowly closed in my face. That was a devastating moment. It, 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 and it's not a big deal, right? Because, you know, it is it's one of those things. But when you have a goal that you set out for yourself and you don't achieve it, that sucks. Like, that, that's hard. And for me, I was crushed. I was crushed that I did not get selected as a varsity player during my freshman year. And at that moment, and I mean, I took a couple minutes, but essentially after that end of the playoff run, which essentially they, they went on and went to the championship and won it that year, I was like, all right, this is now my hunger. This is now my purpose, not my main purpose in life, but my purpose of playing football, at least at the school, is to get a championship. I want to be the one that gets the championship before I leave this school and drove me to work hard off season, work hard in season, be where I'm supposed to be, do what I'm supposed to do. Make sure that I knew the playbook inside and out. Make sure that I was aware and I was helping other guys to get the do what they need to do and practice my hardest. And as a team, we did be able to make the championship. My senior year, we won the championship and also went to state, but then lost by six at the championship and the state game, which is a whole nother story that we're not going to talk about right now. <laughs> but as we talk about the college, talk about that experience, right, of having the door shut in my face. The feeling I had at that moment was defeat. I felt just, I, won't, I don't want to say unworthy, but I just felt like I worked so hard or I thought I worked so hard that I was going to receive this experience because of all the other, I felt like I checked all the boxes, but I didn't check enough boxes or I didn't uh, showcase my skill sets that well enough to be able to be considered as a person to be pulled up to varsity. And I'm the type of person, too, that doesn't necessarily ask or, or, or speak up in that way. But there was a few things that I wish I would have done differently to at least understand what was it going to take for me to be that person or where did I stand in that space? And as I fast forward, that same mentality often plays out in how I take part in activities around me. Uh, so this feeling of being overlooked constantly is, is, is one of those things that I don't like. <laughs> like nobody wants to be overlooked. That's not something you just desire. Like, yeah, my name is Ray and I want to be overlooked today. Nah, man, nobody want that. But that happens a lot, right? There's a lot of times where you are desiring to see something happen, but you're not selected for that role or you're not selected for that opportunity. And then you're left sitting back like, what happened? Like, what did I do? What could I have done differently? How could I not be selected? How, why was I overlooked? And all those questions happened to me as a 14, 15-year-old in high school and, and continued to be part of my underlying story as I look around at opportunities around me and say, okay, how do I not be, how do I not be overlooked for this opportunity in the future? And it's a question I want to pose to you. 
how can you not be overlooked as in, in opportunities in the future? How can you not be overlooked for opportunities that you desire, the goals that you set for yourself? What do you need to do to put your name into that position, put yourself in that position to receive that success, to achieve that goal? And, and, and before I get to the questions that I've been processing throughout my years, I also want to make a note that it, it won't always happen, right? It's like the the uh, older places you can go book by Dr. Seuss, right? Like sometimes you just won't make it. Sometimes you just lose. Sometimes it happens. But there are things that are within your control that you can take part, that you can be more intentional about, that you can have a grasp on that will help propel you or put you in a better position to maximize, to be in that space where you can be considered or be top top considered or selected in that space and not be somebody that's like oh yeah that's just so and so that they didn't really I mean they were there but they didn't really do anything you know and so yeah I would never know why I didn't get selected for varsity and honestly I didn't ask I just let that be part of my feel part of my story to say all right I'm gonna make sure that I do what I can to get to that position but as I reflect back now, there's some things I would do differently. The first thing I would do, I was, I'll, I'll ask these four questions, right? First question I would ask is, did I state my intentions? Did I tell either the coaches or, yeah, probably the coaches at the time, hey, I'm looking to get on varsity. This is my goal. I want to be on varsity. I see this as an opportunity that I want, how I want to get there, which then leads to the second question of, do I know what it takes? Asking the question, what does it take for me to get to that position so that I can be ready for it? So those pairing those two questions have been fundamental in at least how I've approached my career, how I've approached any type of endeavor, any type of goal that I set for myself is I want to do this. What would it take for me to get there? I want to I want to be a better public speaker. How do I practice my speaking to be selected as a speaker for activities? I want to be a leader or supervisor in a particular role. What do I need to do and what are the qualifications that I need to have in order for me to be selected or to be highly considered for that position? And those pairing those two right off the bat helps in helps at least level you help you level up. Right. Because if you know, if you speak up and say this is the goal that I desire, but then not just say this is a goal. OK, cool. Wipe my hands. <laughs> but this is my goal. How do I get there? Like. Who can walk me through getting to that place? Who has been there before? Who can tell, show me these are the steps that you need to take. Here's what you need to avoid. Here's what you need to obtain, the education you need, what have you, so that you can be considered as a person in this role. And that, you know, we can end the podcast right there and be like, tomorrow, start with that. <laughs> but we're going to keep moving on because there's a couple other questions that can be help, that can help you as you take those first steps. So stating your intentions, what are my intentions? What do I want to accomplish? And what does it take to get there? The third question is, do I have the proof, right? So let's say you've done the first two, you put yourself in a position to where you are, uh, have that ability, you know, maybe it's education, maybe it's, you know, the number of games you played, whatever. But oftentimes there is an underlying proof that you need to show that, you can take that role or you can succeed in that position. And just because you got the education or just because you played the game doesn't necessarily mean that you're ready for the role, right? Um, and, and we're never going to be ready 100%, but having those types of experiences, having proof that you succeeded in those experiences will help bode well for you to 
be considered and not overlooked. And so if I reflect back, sure, I've started all the games. Sure, I was, con uh, I was a player who would also often show up. But there, was I consistent in catching the football? Was I consistent in making the blocks? Was I consistent in knowing the place? You know, different things like that. Was I, was I aggressive in my gameplay? Even though I may have felt I've done all that I can, I'm sure there was a lot more that I could do. And if I went back to my first point of setting my intentions and understanding what I get, how to get there, I could have asked the questions to the coach to say, what can I do better to get to that place? So set the intentions, say, figure out what you can do best, and then defining and then looking back at your, your own personal game film <laughs> or your own experiences and say, do I have proof to show that I have what it takes? And the fourth one is being consistent. Am I, have I been consistent? So not only if I stayed in my intentions and I know what it takes, but and do I have the proof to back that up, the experience, but have I been consistent in producing results? When I think about, I remember being a senior in high school, one of the things my high school coaches said that, hey, you're doing great, you know the plays, the key thing that you gotta now work on is be consistent in doing the plays. You know you can do it, you've shown that you can do it, but can you consistently do that on a regular basis? And that's something that was been pumped into my mind is how can I be, how can I stay consistent in showing that I have the results that I can prove to be there and that I know what it takes to get to achieve at a higher level, succeed at a higher level. So as you are thinking about that next level and that position that you want to strive towards, not only can you show that, yep, I have the experience, I've done this once before, but can you do it another time and another time and another time and continue to produce results and to see either the same or more results than the previous attempts. And that will show like, oh yeah, like not only has the, this person has the experience, but they've shown that they can succeed every time they come to that experience. They succeed every time they approach that problem and have a solution and help and help other people achieve that solution as well. I have tremendously grown and I have more room to go, right? Like I'm not perfect at any of this, but I have often thought about that. I don't like the feeling of being overlooked. Maybe, maybe y'all do. I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like to be overlooked. And I want to be sure that there's, if there's anything that I can control, I want to make sure that I maximize my time and maximize my skill sets so that I can control it to the best of my ability. So that if I ever am asked, Hey, do you want to do this? Or if I put my hat in the ring, I put myself in a position that shows that I, uh, I, this is what I want and I've done the work to know how to get there. I have proof to show that I've done the work and I've consistently built uh, results to achieve that goal. And so I want to add, I want you to consider that for yourself. If you've been in a position where you've been overlooked, reverse engineer, dissect the reasons why for yourself or if you are close to that experience where you've been overlooked for something asking and be not being afraid to ask, not being afraid to understand what was the reason why you weren't selected and then be able to dissect what you need to do moving forward so that you can be selected next time. And then also, and this is the hardest part, relinquishing control <laughs> of the uncontrollable of the thing. Sometimes you won't be selected. Sometimes you do all as you can and you'll still lose. Sometimes the other team just has a better game plan than you do. Not that you didn't give your full effort, not that that didn't happen. Being able to not let that to attack your own identity and your personality is part of the process. 
but to do the same steps of realizing what could have been done differently so that you can succeed the next time. So if you don't get selected, even if you did all the work, even if you stated your intentions, if you do, if you been consistent with it and you still don't get selected, not letting that drive into your own heart and your own soul, but letting that be a, a lesson and a learning point to be like, okay, now what could I have done differently to put myself in a better position? Or is it just not the time? And sometimes timing is everything. So don't want y'all to be overlooked in the future. I hope you practice those steps. I'm continuing to practice them on a regular basis. I'm continuing to work on my craft so that I can get better and be selected and be able to not be overlooked in any space. And I want that the same for you. Thanks so much for listening to On The Mic with Ray White. And before you leave, I got a few asks for you. First, connect with me on social media and let me know what your thoughts are on this episode. You can find me on my personal page at Ray Devante on all social accounts and this podcast at OTM Podcast on Instagram. Next, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your favorite listening device. Make sure that you go ahead and find On The Mic with Ray White on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And make sure that you let me know that you're listening. And finally, share this episode with a friend. Take the time to send them a link or tag them on your social media platforms and start the conversation around them, around the reflective topics and the questions on this episode. Thanks so much, and don't forget to share your story with others. Peace.